do you think someday Fred Durst will come on our podcast? Um, I hope so. That's, that's I mean, as really as much as we talk about him, he kind of has to. I feel he kind of he kind of owes us at this point. Tbh. Yeah, we sold so many records for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're basically his hype men now, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> we should get some like I don't know what kind of um, apparel they have to sell, but like if I feel like they have jerseys, I feel like they have like Limp Biscuit jerseys. Limp Biscuit definitely has jerseys. Like if they're gonna sell a shirt, it's gonna be a jersey. Exactly. It's gonna have like sixty nine on the back and say Durst. <laughs> exact, exact. I would actually, exactly. Low key, exactly. I would fucking get that. Yeah, it would be so good. <laughs> we should do can, like on his birthday. We should find out when it is. Uh huh. Um, and we should just have a complete like. I know every episode we do has <laughs> very much to do with Fred Durst, but like <laughs> we could have a Fred Durst birthday episode <laughs> where we wear the jerseys and like Bro. maybe some jeans or I don't know. Does he wear? jean shorts i don't know i think no he wears like really long baggy like white yeah. shorts we could wear those and wear like a red cap to the back okay okay and we could record that we'd have to do a video though or at least yeah. have pictures of ourselves you, I, yeah i agree yeah we could like do like a photo shoot <laughs> as fred durst as fred fucking durst i never thought so like you know i've thought about co- cosplay before it seems like fun i never thought that the first person i'd be cosplaying is fucking fred durst <laughs> of limbiscuit fame of limbiscuit fame fred durst of limbiscuit fame fred durst of fred durst fame fred durst he should make a he should make a hot sauce i feel like bro a Do fred durst that... hot sauce yeah what would he call it? Uh, break stuff. Ooh, okay. No, no. That, I think that works. Like something, just something simple. I think. Um, what's it? What's is that? What's that album called? It's called like Chocolate Starfish. Yes, just that. You just call it Chocolate Starfish. <laughs> yes. Red Hot Starfish. Oh, the Red Hot Starfish Peppers. A Red Hot Starfish Peppers, yeah! Maybe they do a collab with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Bro, I need, now I need like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song that has Fred Durst on it. That'd be so good. That would be so good, yeah. Get, get out of here, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis. This is, this is only a, this is a Fred Durst safe space only. <laughs> Welcome to the Strawberry Boys. Welcome to the Strawberry Boys. Welcome back to another week. This is your one-stop shop for hating on Anthony Kiedis and standing Fred Durst. <laughs> no, we just kidding. We, no, we don't hate him. We, we love Anthony Kiedis. He's great. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know who that, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy, I'm assuming. Yes, exactly. He's a singer for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah, we stand. We stand. I was wondering, like, did he do something wrong? No, he's fucking, I mean, not, no. the, not It's not in public yet. It's not in public. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it because, like, it's kind of secret insider information with, like, the Hollywood Red Hot Chili Peppers circle that I'm a part of. But uh, yeah. I didn't really want to talk about it much, you know. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll skip over that. Though. Yeah, we'll skip over that. So, so anyway, how have you been, Tyler? I've been decent. I've been good. We've just been chilling. Mm-hmm. Um... Nothing exciting has really happened. Mm-hmm. 
I literally have nothing to say. You've been trapped inside of a room for 14 days, and there's no hope of escape yet. (laughs) I'm trying. At least they gave me a computer and a microphone so I could record my podcast. Yeah, exactly. The people who trapped you there, they they were like, we are the ultimate Strawberry Boys fans, and like, we are not going to let you leave here until you record a few more podcasts. (laughs) And then we're going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. So we're actually going to have to do like five or six in a row of these so that um, they're going to kill you? Wait, yeah. Sorry. Did I not tell you that? No. This is news to me. Like, I knew that they'd captured you and all that, but I didn't know they were going to kill you afterwards. Yeah, so they said I have to do these podcasts until I'm dead. So are they going to kill you or is nature going to kill you? I guess it just depends until I get tired of this podcast. Which who can never be, be sure? Who can never be sure? It could be next week. It could be right now. It could be, I could be. I could leave right now. Yeah, don't leave right <laughs> now. They'll kill you. That's true. Yeah, that's big fakes. Big vax. I imagine it as like you know they want you to make five more episodes and then you die. Like I guess we'll just have to like really space out the episodes so that way like you're still putting out content, but you're also like you know. I think they would get hit to that. Oh, you think that they would get... Yeah, they would probably catch on pretty quickly. Like, hold on, it's been seven months since he recorded an episode. And also, he has, like, a mansion inside of here now? Like, where did he get a cat from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that they would definitely catch on, so I'm just going to keep making podcasts, I guess, until I'm dead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, if you find that one day I've suddenly replaced Tyler with someone else, it's because uh, his captors... uh, uh, murdered him because they decided he made enough episodes yeah that's fine at least i died happy yeah don't worry about it guys it's cool that's <laughs> cool it's fine yeah. it's fun yeah tyler's tyler's in a good place except he's not <laughs> he's in the opposite of a good place <laughs> so how are you how are you doing i'm doing just fine i've got way too much shit on my plate right now dude um like including like work projects like i like was trying to organize my shit earlier and like mm-hmm. including work projects i have like nine separate things going on right now that i need to like focus on and it's like i just need a fucking break i need like a week to do nothing so that i can get my shit together yeah you got to get that shit together yeah yeah i mean one of the big things on my project is telling the people who captured you what to do next i mean uh making sure that they're kind of on track you know <laughs> Are you the capturer? Wait, you you know that? Are you mad that... Wait. Are you mad that I fired you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then put you in a dungeon? I thought we were cool. Yeah. No, no, no. no, We're cool. I promise we're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was over. No, no, yeah. No, it's over. Don't worry. It's it's definitely over. Like, 100% over. I thought you had no hard feelings about it. No, no. I didn't. Tyler, come on. I don't have any hard feelings about that. Listen, I'm better. Honestly, like, it was a learning experience, and I'm better than ever. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't, didn't you say you were going home or something? Yeah, I'm going to be going home this weekend. So, like, I'm heading out on Friday, and then uh, I'm going to be in Virginia for a little bit and coming back to Atlanta. Uh I got some buddies who are doing a holiday party, and so I'm going to go hang out with them while they while we do holiday shenanigans. Um, that's and that's, fun. like, the main reason I'm heading out, but, you know, I'm going to, like, see family and friends and shit while I'm down there, too. Yeah, might as well stop by for a second. Yeah, exactly. Go hang out with the family as well. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. It's going to be soy fun. 
Lots of peace stuck here. <laughs> well, well, rest in pepperonis. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you'll no. It'll be fun. They'll give you like string. Can I at least get like a little tiny Christmas tree? Um, no, it's on the budget. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Merry ta- Christmas. I'll, my people will talk to your people. Okay, we'll okay. make sure that you have a Merry Christmas. What if we get you like a Christmas themed yo-yo? That'd be honestly, that's probably the best idea. Except for it's got to be a good one. Yeah, no, it would be a good one. It'd be like one of the ones that has like ball bearings and shit in it. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I need. Yeah, yeah, I got you, fam. I don't, I don't need a shitty one that's not gonna even fucking. No matter what, I, no matter what I do, it doesn't sleep. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't sleep at all. It's just not designed to do that. Yeah, then I would honestly, that would make me murder myself. Yeah, I would just take the yo-yo and bash my brains in. <laughs> This this uh this trick is called the lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, when I was in like seventh grade, there were these yo-yos that were like crazy popular, that had like really nice ball bearings and stuff. You can get them for Walmart for like twelve bucks. I know what they were called, but I cannot remember right now for the life yes, of me. Yes, you you remember them, dude? They were so good. Cause I used to have like three of them. That fucking checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I, I love that yo-yo. I cannot remember what they were called though. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like for people that were not good. Yeah, exactly. It's like design. It's like as nice as it can be for someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Exactly. No disrespect. I mean, bro, when you're 12 years old, like, what are you even good at? I mean, that's when I learned the Eiffel Tower, bro. Well, bro, and I and I had a butterfly yo, bro. Bro, you're really showing up the French right now. Yeah, dude, French it up. Yeah, dude, you you built the Eiffel Tower when you were 12, and it took them fucking years (laughs) of, like, engineering to do it. (laughs) Exactly. And here you are just fucking out of nowhere, like, oh, look at me. I'm doing the the Eiffel Tower. Take that, France. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I had to watch a VHS video, but I did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like the VHS video I sent you the other day. Yeah, oh, my gosh, yes. The the Yo-Yo Man, I think is what it was called. yeah, that literally got – so I don't know if you ever watched the whole thing, but I watched the entire video. How was it? It I, Somehow it just got more disturbing <laughs> and more disturbing every single – like five minutes it would just be like say – they would just say or do something weird and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. I need to watch it now. I think we need to link it in the YouTube like yeah, the we're, description. Yeah, we're – yeah, we're going to give a shout out to uh, this yo-yo video. I think it's been popular on TikTok. Like, I've seen TikToks where it's like, it's like an excerpt from the thing. And it's like, there's a guy who's like, teach me how to yo-yo, yo-yo man. But the yo-yo man didn't listen. He just kept yoing. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, today we're not going to learn how to be yo-yo masters. Today we're going to learn how to be uh, totally real podcast masters exactly so uh in our new segment totally real podcast hour name pending we take in prompts from listeners and try to pretend to be hosts of uh whatever totally real podcast they suggest exactly and also it's not an hour i mean it doesn't have to be an hour it's 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 like if you're you know like we could just do an hour we'll just do an hour we're gonna yeah this is gonna be an hour-long podcast (laughs) And um, it's not even our podcast. It's not even our podcast. Yeah, I know, right? No, uh, 
No, in fucking general relativity, dude. Like, if you're gravitation, you just have to listen to it in a specific gravitational field, and it'll be an hour on Earth while you listen to the pod, while you listen to the the totally real podcast. So that's what makes Whoa, it an hour. Oh, dude. Yeah, nature is beautiful sometimes. Nature is beautiful sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing for the podcast this week? So this week we are going to pretend to be snake experts. Okay. I like that. I like that. I know a lot about snakes. I know. I know everything about snakes. I actually got my PhD in snake etology. Oh, that's weird. I got my HPV in snakeology. Your HPV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the. I don't know if that's a degree you can get. Oh. I'm happy for you though. You learn. You li- You live. You learn. You lose. You cry. <laughs> Egg on my face. Am I right? <laughs> i used to uh when i was like in fourth grade i used to be uh obsessed with animal planet and like steve Irwin, and like mm-hmm. i legit wanted to be a herpetologist when i got older like a like a lizard biologist oh that's really cool yeah dude sna- uh, like snakes and lizards are so dope but like i also like really like living in really cold places so uh i don't know if it's like practical that's for me to not, have yeah it's not very not- possible not very cool for them. Yeah. When I know this is like a dumb joke, but like when you said herpetologist, I was like, you studied herpes. Eh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Sorry. you got your HPV, so you would, I think you would know <laughs> yeah. about studying herpesology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Shall we get into, uh, Shall we get into our snake get up? Put, yes. put on up, pull up our. Uh, actually, no, we wouldn't have snake skin boots because we like snakes. Um, yeah, we definitely wouldn't. Pull up our uh, our totally vegan leather boots and get get to work on some snakes. Yes, we should. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's do see. it. Oh, you hear that hissing? You hear that rattling? No, that's not no hissing or rattling. That's just the Snake Shed Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Snake Shed Podcast. Welcome to the Snake Shed Podcast, don't you know? My name's Sean, don't you know? Oh, hi Sean. Nice meeting you for the, what episode are we on, the 40th time? (laughs) (laughs) That's it, that's a joke we tell every time, you know. (laughs) I'm, I'm Randy. Welcome, Randy. Welcome to the podcast for the 40th time, don't you know? Oh, Randy from Wisco, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Hi. Well, uh, (laughs) here around these parts, we like to talk about snakes, if you couldn't tell from the title. Yes, we're snake... uh, snake heads. We're good at snaking. We're, We're the top snakers in Minnesota, I'll tell you that much. For sure. So this week... We went on a trip. As you all know, we go on trips every weekend. This week, why am I Australian? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we went on a trip to the Southern California. We went all the way down to the Mojave. Yes, where you could find one of the most venomous snakes in the world. The Mojave Rattler. Oh, yes. You got to watch out for the Mojave Rattler. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're venomous, they're vicious, they're angry, 
but they're friendly at the same time. You just got to know how to talk to them, you know? Yes, there's only two ways to talk to Mojave Radler. <laughs> Tell me more about them, Sean. You spit at them. Oh. You could do a slight little hiss just like this. And uh, what it, you want to tell our guests what that means? Well, in Mojave Rattler, it means, welcome to my camp, friend. <laughs> how, do, how, does, uh, how does the snake usually respond when you do that? Well, what? it kind of comes, it'll just like sneak up to you a little bit, like a slithery little snake. And he'll slither up and he'll say, or she, say, And that oh, means, we love that. Yes, that means, welcome to my home, friend. And so, that's how you know that you're welcome there by the snacks. Oh, yeah. They're very territorial, but if you just talk to them for a second, they really open up. They do. They started telling us about their lives. One's name was Jonathan. One was Shelly. We met one named Carly. They were oh, great. Car- Carly was my favorite. Carly was, uh, she was a, sna- a sassy little snake. She's a sassy snake. She's a sassy snake. She was one of my favorites as well. You, you know what I really love about snakes, though? You know how, like, most of them have forked tongues? Yeah. Well, Carly had a spooned tongue. Yeah, that was funny. She did. Yeah, she was like, like, it's like a little bod mod thing. You know, like, snakes get into, like, bod mods just like people do. And they were like, yeah. hey, what do you think? Huh? Funny, huh? Uh, uh. Yeah, that's also one of my favorite things about her is her little, her spoon tongue she would feed us pinto beans with. Oh, yeah, they they were really good at making pinto beans at a little snake camp. Especially Jonathan, like Jonathan's been working on it since he was like a little snakeling. As, as us in the industry call it. <laughs> little baby snake. Oh, the tiniest little baby snake. Oh, what a, he was a cutie. They were all really cute. They're very gracious to us. We want to be. We want to tell them thank you for letting us um, enjoy their habitat with them. Yeah, if you're listening to the Snake Shed, uh, Carly and Co. Like we're uh, we're happy to have you up here in in Wisco. Mm-hmm. The things you see in the Mojave Desert, you know, most people they don't get out of the city. Once you get out of the big city, you start to see all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, that's true. You see a lot of cool snakes. We have mm-hmm. like. The sidewinders, those are my, those are one of my favorite kind of snakes. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they don't just go forward like everyone else; they go to the side. They carve out their own path. Exactly. They don't. They don't go the way God intended. They're a lot like gay people. Bro, snakes are so gay. Snakes are the queerest animal on earth. <laughs> Especially the sidewinders. Especially the sidewinders, yeah. Um, my favorite snake is uh, the black mamba. Kobe Bryant? Yeah, Kobe Bryant, yeah. Kobe. <laughs> Thanks, Kobe, for everything you do. <laughs> shout out to Kobe Bryant. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. Um, shout yeah. out to his family. Shout out to his family, yeah. Um, my favorite snake is the black mamba because it sounds very close to mambo. And so you could say like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna listen to, I'm going to make a little snake song. And it's going to be called Mamba Number 5. Oh. Oh. Cheryl, Carol, she loved me. 
That's that Is song. That, oh, that's lyrics from that song? I don't think I've ever listened to it. That's actually one of my favorite songs. Is it really? Yeah. Hot takes on the snake shed tonight, everyone. <laughs> it's just, it's a really catchy song. It's a catchy mm-hmm. tune. Yeah. And the snakes love it as well. A little earworm, an ear snake, if you will. Mm. Oh. We love so, a good ear snake. We love a good Q-tip in our ear. That's what we call ear snakes, Q-tips. Q-tips, yeah, yeah. In the industry, that's what we call it. Yeah, in the industry. Uh, one thing I want to talk about tonight is what is like a... Because I do have a story. What's one of the most shameful things you've done towards a snake? Um, that you didn't realize, like when you were younger and you did things that you know you weren't proud of and so what's one of like the is there something you ever like did to a snake or to snakes in general did you ever call them like mean names what did you do like is there anything like that so yeah so uh you know everyone in high school sometimes they have to deal with bullying and uh unfortunately some of us are the perpetrators and uh you know there was a snake in my high school class named joey that um you know he was he was kind of like a different kid you know he wasn't like he didn't quite fit in Mm -hmm. and um you know like i would go back and forth on like being friends with him like sometimes i would you know go and hang out with him and we would have a nice time and other times i'd be with the other popular uh uh pangolins and we would all like sit around and like make fun of joey because he had like uh, he had like big teeth or something like that um and uh one time for an essay in class i actually wrote about how much i hated snakes um and i uh sent it to i showed it to joey and um and i made him cry and uh i'll never forget that day joey if you're listening uh i'm really sorry for uh for making you cry snakes are valid and you're a totally dope snake and uh, it's really cool of you to go uh, uh feel so uh un uninhibited to be yourself and to express yourself in the way that means the most to you because a lot of us are afraid to do that well that was really great i can't i can't believe you felt good enough to share like that's really i'm i have chills i'm crying yeah i was a little ashamed of it you know but um you know i i am an adult and i can accept my uh misgivings as a child and I can, um, you know, le- learn from them and understand how I can exactly. help these communities more. Exactly. That's that's really great. And I think that's what brought you to us here at the Snake Shed. Yeah. Us meaning you and me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what made us start this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like subconsciously, you yeah. know. What about you? Exactly. I also have a story. Um, so... Uh, it's kind of hard to tell, but, you know, as you, as you know, don't you know, I grew up in the desert. Oh, I thought you grew I, up in Wisco. I didn't. I grew up in the desert. I moved to Wisco when I was six years old. Oh, okay. But you, were, you were fully grown by the time you were six. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, um, I eventually actually moved back to the desert, which I actually am from the desert. I'm not going to say where from, mm-hmm. but so as teenagers and in high school, we used to get our gnarly trucks 
with spotlights and we would go out and hunt snakes and I don't know what it was it was peer pressure whatever it was but we would just go out and hunt snakes in the middle of the night in our trucks with spotlights yeah like they're just hanging out they're just vibing yeah don't gank their vibe bro they were vibing until they were dieting Oh, they were vibing in in snake heaven. Yeah. I never killed a snake. You never? No, you never did. You just went along with the group. Yeah, I just went with the group. Mm-hmm. So you were implicit. Ah, no. <laughs> you stood on the sidelines while those snakes died. How could you? Until one night we were out there and my friend found this beautiful sidewinder. Gorgeous. Thicky thick, you know what I'm saying? Dummy thick, yeah. <laughs> Dummy thick. And they spotted it and they pulled over and they jumped out and I jumped out too. And I was like, no! Do not touch this snack. <laughs> you called it a snack? <laughs> yeah, because it was a snack. Oh yeah, he's a little snack. I said he's a little snaky, snacky snake. And then we got in a fight the snake bit them and then swirled away and that's when i learned my lesson what was the lesson don't hate the snakes hate the game hey yeah and that's i think that's probably what brought us both together for this podcast uh yeah we we don't hate the snakes we hate the game exactly this is very this was a very emotional episode yeah we learned a lot about ourselves and we learned a lot about um about snake communities in this episode yeah. um and uh you know it's always great to get out and go to the go to the, just you know what just what just take a weekend just go to the mojave go and you know yeah. see the snakes and uh they'll make you a really great pinto bean and a single pinto bean and they'll serve it to you with their spooned tongues they will it's it's the experience of a lifetime it's so, yes, it's very great that's that's your that's your homework tonight on the snake shit. That's your uh, your uh, your no legs work, if you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> snakes <laughs> don't have legs. Ha 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 I love that for them. Yeah, isn't that great? I wish I didn't have legs sometimes. I feel like our lives would be easier if we didn't have legs. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think that was a really great episode this week of the Snake Shed, episode forty. Yeah, episode forty um, in the books. Uh, in I'm the real books. proud of us. Yes. Um, shout out to all of our snake friends, our snake families. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, this ending credit song goes out to all our favorite snakes we met this weekend at the Mojave. It's for you. Yeah, we we dedicate this song to you. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you for having us on the Snake Shed. Yes, thank you. Deuces with your tongue. I was going to say we're signing off. We're signing off. Ooh. That's a a snake joke in the community that we have. Because snakes, they they make a hissing sound sometimes with their tongues. And so it's like when you end the podcast like that, it's like, oh, he's talking like a snake too because it's a snake podcast. Yes. We're, premier- we're primarily subscribed by snakes. 
Yeah, actually, yeah. But anyway, everyone have a good night on the snake shit. That was a great episode of our podcast. Our new podcast, dude. Let's actually start a snake podcast now. Clearly, clearly, like we, you know, it's obvious we know so much about snakes and like the world of snakes. Yes, we're like definitely the snake experts. Yeah, dude. Fucking uh-huh. Jeff Corwin, who? <laughs> Jeff Corwin, what? Jeff. More like Jeff Core lose. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, there's a place, Tyler, that we can go where no one's a loser. I know exactly where you're thinking. You know where I'm thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking it's time for us to hit him with another meditation. Oh, let's hit them with another nice, pleasant meditation to close off this episode. Yes. I mean, I'm doing the meditation this week, so it might not be very pleasant. Yeah, I think... Actually, I think this week you have to really focus because mine was not pleasant last week. Oh, I need to like work double time to make make it pleasant this week, you think? I think you should just go with your heart, to be honest. Okay, I'm going to go with my heart. Yeah, go with your heart and your fangs. Okay, with my fangs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's this? What's the prompt this week? Um, It's unicycling. <gasps> Bro, I fucking love that prompt. <laughs> It's unicycles, unicycling, something with that. Okay, great. I, th- I know exactly where I'm going with it. Okay, and I will do the one-twos in between okay. to keep us focused. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, to begin this meditation, let's all take a nice deep breath in. And take a breath out. Sit and relax into your chair. Relax into this chair and imagine suddenly the chair's a little smaller. One, two. You look down. You're suddenly not inside of your comfy armchair anymore. You're on the chair of a unicycle. One, two. This is your first time stepping on it, so you're very apprehensive. One, two. But don't worry, there's a person working with you at the unicycle store, and they're very gracious, and they're happy to help you learn all the basics so that you can get rolling away as soon as possible. One, two. You spend the day with them, and they help you figure it out, and by the end, you're basically a master of the unicycle. One, two. You, uh, you leave the unicycle place, and... You, uh, with it, with a newfound sense of confidence, you try to ride your unicycle back home. One, two. It's a little harrowing trying to navigate the traffic at first, but you know what? You're doing great. And everyone who passes by you, they slow down and they're like, hey, I believe in you. One, two. You continue to go through traffic. You, uh, you, you keep going down one road. Um... On this road, you're on a little suburban road right now, and you notice that there are some kids playing in the yard. One, two. They seem to be hitting a baseball around, and right as you pass by their house, one of them shoots the baseball directly towards you. One, two. 
you start to panic. You forget, you almost forget every single thing you learned about the unicycle. But in the blink of an eye, you catch it right at the last second. One, two. The kids, instead of trying to get their baseball back, they just start cheering because of how impressive that was. You continue down this uh, suburban road, getting back home, and you are now riding underneath a place with a lot of trees. One, two. You you see a beach. You see a fir. You see uh, an oak tree. One, two. You reach a part where the trees start to get pretty dense, and you encounter a lot of pine trees. One, two. It's a little bit late in fall, so the evening is a little bit crisp, and one of the pine cones actually begins to fall from the sky. One, two. Remembering what you learned from the people at the unicycle dealership, and also what you learned from catching the ball from the children. You grab the pine cone and you stop it midair. One, two. You are so proud now because you have a baseball in one hand and a pine cone in the other hand. One, two. You you make it through the dense forest and you make it out to uh, the plaza of a nice mall. One, two. You continue to drive through the middle of the mall as it's the fastest way home, and they don't seem to mind that you're riding a unicycle through the mall. One, two. You pass by a store that sells fushigis. One, two. All of a sudden, you see a robber leave from the fushigi store, and in a hurried fit to try and escape with all the fushigis he can, one of them flies out towards you. One, two. Your hands are full. You already have the pine cone and you have the baseball, so what do you do? One, two. Without even thinking, without a second thought, you throw up the baseball, catch the fushigi. But now the baseball's midair. So in order to catch the baseball, you throw up the pine cone, catch the baseball. One, two. All of a sudden, you're juggling these three objects with impeccable skill while unicycling through the mall one two you continue to go through the mall making your way downtown with your with your new you new found three objects juggling with uh precision and mastery one two you reach the end of the mall you um you arrive in San Francisco, actually, and you find that the mall is at the top of a very large hill. One, two. You didn't you didn't seem to notice as you were going through the mall, but now you are uh, about to head down this hill with no real way of stopping. One, two. As you continue to go down this hill, you get faster and faster on the unicycle, almost unable to keep up with the increased speed. One, two. You're juggling faster and faster to keep up with the more frantic speed. And uh, as you approach the bottom of the hill, you notice that there is a giant ramp that's leading off across a small river. One, two. Uh, (laughs) you, um, you, You decide to yourself... 
you know, I've caught all these things. I'm juggling. I'm riding with perfection. I'm not going to be afraid of this jump. One, two. Uh, so you you go for it with, with full speed. You, you keep juggling. You keep riding this unicycle, hitting almost 50 miles an hour. And you fly off this ramp with perfection. One, two. Uh, what you didn't realize is that this was a set for uh, an Evil Knievel-style stunt uh, devil. And so as you go, as you like go across the river, you go through a giant ring of fire. One, two. You think about how to get on the other side while managing your juggling without completely crashing the unicycle. One, two. And the worst thing happens. The unicycle begins to slip from under you. One, two. The unicycle falls into the river, leaving you with just your juggling. One, two. Flying through the air, you have no idea what you're going to do. But thankfully, at the end of this evil Knievel jump, is a giant net that catches you. One, two. As you fall into the net, you lose grip of the baseball and the pine cone, but you're able to hold onto the fushigi. And when you get to the other side, you just hear the loudest, uproarious cheers from the audience who is watching you. One, two. Congratulations. You did the world record unicycle jump across a river, and uh, the Guinness World Records comes up to you and awards you a million dollars for your feet. One, two. that that's uh i think that's the end of it (laughs) one two one two (laughs) that was really beautiful thank you yeah it's a story of perseverance things getting a little out of control and uh you know you still you still hold on you're still doing your best that's really great thank you thank you i'm happy for that unicycle rider yeah i feel i feel more affirmed myself that's the thing. Yeah. We are the unicycle riders, Tyler. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Whoa, Nature's dude. beautiful sometimes. Whoa, Na- dude. <laughs> Nature, oh. is be- Nature is beautiful sometimes. <laughs> for a second, first one second, I was like, wait, what about me? I feel like I'm in this story. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? It started out just like you getting your moped. Exactly. Exactly. That's where it started <laughs> off as. And then I was like, wait, what about me being there to help guide you from the behind? You were, you were, um, I was the, I was the pine cone. You were the pine cone. Yeah. I was going to say you were the guy sling the fushigi, but I like the idea that you're the pine cone. <laughs> that was funny. That was really good. I like that. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Really great. I tried to uh, tell a nice story. Yeah. It was really good. It got intense for a minute. But we, we persevered in the end and got a million dollars for it. Yeah, and now you could buy an even better unicycle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who gives a fuck about the one that fell in the river? You're like a unicycle pro now. You're going to get like unicycle sponsorships. Yeah. Who do you think sponsors unicycles? Um, Red Bull, for sure. Fucking Red Bull. Absolutely <laughs> Red Bull. Hey, Red Bull, if you want to hit us up for a unicycle sponsorship, uh, we're down. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, hey, shut up. Uh, unicycle sponsorships here. Uh, don't talk to us unless you're a unicyclist. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast this week. Yes, thank you for listening to the Strawberry Boys. If you want to find us, you can check out our link tree in the description. Uh, you can find us all over the place. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on everywhere. We got Facebook where you can keep up with all our updates. Uh, you can also reach out to us with an email if you have a suggestion for our Totally Real Podcast Hour name pending. You can reach us at uh, strawberryboyspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks, sis. Bye. Bye. Bye.